All right, hello, it's AJ Sabalski, uh, episode two of the AJ Sabalski podcast. It's 12.05 p.m., April 18th, 2020. I'm here with a longtime Can Jam buddy and Bills Mafia member, John Sandino. Today we'll, we will be discussing the Josh Allen debate and talk about whether he is our franchise QB and whether he is our future. So uh, to start, John, how do you uh, feel about Josh Allen as the Bills quarterback? Yeah, I know that uh, we've had some previous discussions on this and people know I've, I've been kind of vocal. I, you know, I want to start off by saying I want the guy to to succeed. Um, yeah. And, you know, I think there's a lot of people out there right now, Bill's Mafia, that are on one side of the spectrum or the other. They're either already under the belief that he is your franchise quarterback or they say he's a bust and I'm kind of in the middle. Um, a lot of good things, but, you know, I, I, I have some – some reasons to believe that, you know, potentially he, he, he may not be. And, and I hope he proves me wrong. Okay. Um, what, what, what are the good things you see in him? So for starters, the guy immediately embraced our community, embraced our team. Yeah. Uh, the, the players gravitated towards him, right? They seem to, to like him. He's definitely a leader. He is a type of guy that, that leaves it all on the field. I think, you know, he's proven that with his play on the field. Some of these, some of these great, like, fourth and one uh, QB sneaks. Dallas yeah. game comes to mind, right? So yeah. um, there's that. He's got great physical talent. No doubt that he's got a great arm. Uh, and the guy just – the guy seems to win. Uh, so these are some of the things that I like about him for sure. Uh, but, again, there's some other things. So Yeah. Uh, let me mention that uh, Josh, he, he always does do what it takes to win. And – he came into a terrible situation his rookie year. Um, he had guys – I mean, his, his line was depleted. And that playoff game last year, the right side of that line did not – did not block. They were too focused on J.J. Watt, and the right side of the line did not block the way they were. And Devin Singletary was not getting touches. So the offense was just – I don't know. It was, it, was a, it was a mess sometimes last year, and sometimes it looked great. I mean – the New England game comes to mind for me. We get three points at halftime. Allen has three picks. Comes out at halftime, drives right down the field for a touchdown to make it 13-10. We're right back in the game. Now, we need, there's, there's no uh, consistency with that. So, I do, I do agree with you that I'm not, I'm not sold on Josh Allen. But I, I, I do believe that he is a hard worker, and I think he does have the intangibles. And in he has the arm, and he can work on the deep ball. And I think he can um, – definitely become our franchise quarterback hopefully but I wanted I wanted you to mention the thing about the Rams and just bring that to the table as well yeah so you know and we say franchise quarterback and you know very good chance he is the Bills next franchise quarterback probably the best one we've had since Jim Kelly but is he truly a franchise quarterback when I when I think of franchise quarterbacks I think of guys like Tom Brady Peyton Manning Drew Brees, um, Aaron Rodgers, you know, back yeah. in the day, the list goes on, John Elway, Jim Kelly, Dan Marino. Um, and when you're talking franchise quarterback, you have to start thinking about, okay, they're on their rookie contract now, but, but what comes next, right? So, you know, knowing where Josh Allen is at now, assuming he doesn't develop any further than he is right now, his completion percentage stays the same. Are you comfortable? And this is what I ask people all the time. Are you comfortable giving him that next huge franchise quarterback contract? Kind of like, well, not kind of like exactly like the Rams just did with Jared Goff. Um, 
the Rams were a successful team because Goff was on a rookie contract, so they were able to load up offensively and defensively. They gave them that new contract. They've started to lose some pieces to their team. And, and now you look at them and, you know, he's playing average at best. They don't have the talent around them. He can't carry them. And I feel as though that if the Bills aren't very careful in evaluating Allen, if he doesn't continue to progress, they can find themselves in that same situation in another couple of years. Yeah, especially, I mean, it is a scary thing to think about because I was thinking about it more with the Rams. And I mean, the Rams, they traded for Cooks. We traded for Diggs. Now, now Cooks is gone. I mean, Cooks, they got rid of Cooks. Gurley's gone. Gurley. I mean, it's it's definitely, but I do think I have all the faith in McBean, man. I I I really think that they can make it work, and I think I think they'll be smart with it, and I think um, they will definitely do the right thing with Josh Allen. And I hope I do think he will develop more in his third season, especially with the continuity on offense, the same offensive line, adding Stephon Diggs, Dawson Knox coming back. You got guys like Tommy Sweeney, who I think should get another like a chance. Um, definitely something to look forward to. Um, now talking about the bad side of Josh Allen, since you mentioned the good earlier, um, what are the things you see in Josh Allen that you're like, oh, I just, I just don't know if he, if he has it. So consistency with, with completions, right? Completion percentage. You could be a quarterback and maybe struggle in the ability to run and that, and that's fine. You don't need to be a running quarterback to be successful. Look at Tom Brady. Look at, look at Peyton Manning. You could have, a guy like Tom Brady who doesn't have the greatest deep throw, he doesn't have the arm, right? But if you don't have the consistency with hitting the, the short to intermediate passes, which Josh is showing he has struggled with at times, and again, um, yes, uh, you know, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention he, he, you know, he didn't improve this past year because he did, but he improved from his rookie year where he was throwing the ball at about a 52% or 52% completion rate to yeah. 58% this year. If you take a look at the 32 starting quarterbacks in the league from this past season, he ranks dead last in completion percentage. I've always kind of said, you know, yeah, there's improvement when people say he improved, but going from 52 to 58, I've kind of used the car analogy is like upgrading from a 1995, like Dodge neon to a 1997 <laughs> Chevy Cavalier. Yeah. When if you're talking franchise quarterback, you need that Cadillac Escalade type of improvement. Right. Yeah. So, um, and, and it's not just now it's, it's been in college too. He was, he was exactly a 56% completion percentage QB at, at Wyoming. Uh, if you take his two years in, in, in the league as a starter now, he's, it averages out to 56%. So I, I need to see better than that. If you, if you just, you know, historically look at quarterbacks across the league over their career, you know, the successful ones, the franchise quarterbacks, they're at least at a 62% or higher. There are some exceptions. John Elway happened to be one of those rare exceptions that was right around where Josh Allen is and he succeeded. Yeah. But for the most part, you don't see that. Okay. Um, now, very good. Um, so this year coming up, right? We yeah. got, we got talent, man. We got cheap contracts. We got, we had us to find digs. Number one, true number one receiver. We've always been looking for um, schedule is tough. Um, what do you think? will do this year what do you think we're <laughs> capable of what do you think Josh Allen is capable of what do you think we can do this year all things considered uh best case scenario regular season 11 and 5 capable of you know get hot you go to the Super Bowl I think expectation should be around 9 and 7 and I and I say this in people here 9 and 7 they may think I'm I'm crazy but those who know me 
honestly, for the last probably 20 years, have never predicted the Bills before the season to even make the playoffs. I just never thought they were good enough. Uh, even last season, I don't think we really saw it coming. Um, I'm saying for the first time in 20 years, they are assuming there's a season, hope there is. Yeah, they will make the playoffs this year. I think 9-7 and seven is the mark because that is a, a complicated schedule they're playing. Previously, before Brady left New England, I would still say nine and seven, um, but it would kind of be a dogfight. I think nine and seven wins the AFC East, and it's kind of ironic that they could very well get into the playoffs this year with their worst record than last year, but host a playoff game this year. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the way they're trending because when you combine, like you mentioned, the the roster that McBean has put together, it's probably our best roster we've had since you know late in our in our Jim Kelly uh, yeah, years. Absolutely. Um, and the fact that, yeah, the AFC East is just not, you know, not there yet. I think it's the Bills division for the taking. Oh, absolutely. The Dolphins added some pieces, but they paid, they paid a, a lot of money. Um, Jets haven't, haven't helped Darnold, Darnold at all, but I mean, they could still build through the draft and New England uh, lost Brady and they lost, I mean, they even lost guys like Philip Dorsett, who's a, he wasn't like a, a really important piece, but he's still, still valuable. Um, so yeah, it's definitely the Bills uh, for the taking. So I'm going to go off the bills for a little bit. I'm just yeah. going to ask you uh, how you've been doing in the quarantine. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd be lying if I, if I said it wasn't, you know, a challenging situation. Right. But we're just yeah. making the best with it. I'm fortunate enough to have a, a job in a profession where we're still fully functional, been working from home, uh, kind of balancing that with, you know, trying to wrangle my four-year-old cause he's not going to pre-K right now that's shut down. So uh, yeah. that's always, that's always fun, but you know, just making the most of it spending time with the family time that otherwise probably wouldn't have had. Uh, and uh, even, even today after this, I think we're going to try to we've been trying to hit up some type of like nature hikes or trails. We might hit up uh, Fort Fort Niagara later today, just to, to get out for a bit. Oh, so, yeah, sounds great. Yeah. Enjoy, enjoy the, enjoy the nature, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, definitely for sure. During these crazy times, um, back to football now. Um, so Josh Allen, that's Josh Allen again. Yeah. He gets hurt. Say he gets hurt, he's out. Because, you know, he's a, he's a mobile QB. He's going he's gonna to take hits. I mean, it's, it's honestly not likely, but it's more probable than other quarterbacks. Say he takes a hit. Are you, are you confident in Matt Barkley? <laughs> uh, I'm confident in the team around Barkley. And if Barkley sticks to the game plan, I think we could be successful. But – we lose that dynamic, like you mentioned, of Josh Allen running, which oftentimes does open up the you know the offense and other players. So I think suddenly that nine and seven, while still attainable, becomes a bit more challenging. Yes, definitely. Okay, so Matt Barkley, because the the drafts upcoming this week, obviously, and um, I really want them to maybe look for a a rookie. I know it's going to be a hard transition because everything's virtual this year. So rookie quarterbacks are going to have a really hard time adjusting from that college level to that pro level without having the OTAs and the mini camps and the spring, you know, all that stuff. So I, but I really want them to look for like a sixth round, seventh round guy that can, I don't know, even be a third string quarterback just to learn for a couple of years. So we can have that solid backup. Cause we're not going to pay for guys like Cam Newton, who's probably super expensive. Jameis Winston, who's throwing, Throwing picks, and he, he, I mean, he's probably, I don't know, he's probably going to be a really expensive guy to have. So, um, yeah. I also, to add to that, I don't think the Bills are ever going to, they're so invested in Josh Allen. 
and you know, you can make the argument, well, they want, you want to be ready to succeed in case he gets injured, but I don't think they would ever bring in a quarterback like you mentioned, um, just because then if they suddenly start to get into a little bit of a cold streak, I don't think they want to create that potential quarterback controversy, which is why I personally can never see them signing a guy like a Cam Newton or a Jameis yeah, Winston. Yeah, yeah, because especially they're proven, and they're not proven, but they, they've done things in the league where if, if Allen starts to stop playing well, you're, you're, you're not banking on your draft pick and you got to bring in another guy, which would stir up everything. Exactly. All right, man. Well, it was a pleasure uh, talking about Allen and discussing him this upcoming season with all the new weapons and what he can do. One last thing. Um, do you, do you think Allen improves in year three? Yeah, I, 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 I do. Um, I could see him improving I mean, his completion percentage a bit will be enough to, to rank him where, you know, you should be as a franchise quarterback, maybe that 62, 64, 65% range. I don't know. Can I see him get hitting 60? I, th- I think he can. Um, they've definitely put the weapons around him to do it. Uh, so, uh, you know, I'm hopeful he does uh, being, being a diehard Bills fan. It, it's hard for it's It's hard to say he would improve leadership or anything like that because I already think he is a great leader. Right. So um, in that regard, you know, he's solid, but uh, really what I'm focusing on this year is, is those short to intermediate routes, which is going to be important because even though we had Cole Beasley last year, now with the addition of Stefan Diggs, it's really going to open up kind of that over the middle short to intermediate route. Um, you mentioned the draft. If they end up taking a back that could complement Devin Singletary, a guy that could catch out of the backfield, it's important to hit those two to five yard swing passes. Those are the those are the plays last year that that he missed on that he needs to and, hit. And we, we didn't even I don't like Singletary. Singletary didn't have a catch out of the backfield in college. I mean, the guy didn't catch. I mean, he can catch, but we had Devin Singletary, who I mean, he was the great running back. I think he's going to be the breakout player of the year. I love the guy. He's going to be running about on the same line. But, I mean, we didn't, we didn't really use a guy that caught, caught out of the backfield. Right, exactly. So, I mean, if he could hit on those um, and he could hit on his deep throw because it took him to deep until last season for him to actually complete a deep throw. I, I mean, I, I think it was that New England game where John Brown Denver, that he touchdown He had one pass. against Denver at home to John yeah. Brown as well, which and is nice were, was like a nice 40-yard pass. But, yeah, he but, had, those two were the ones I remember. Those are really only late in the season, right? Now you're adding yes. Diggs, who is arguably faster than John Brown. If yep. you could hit those guys on the outside, uh, and you could you could utilize, you know, Beasley and like like you said, Singletary or whoever that complimentary back is out of the backfield, whether it's a Cam Akers, a J.K. Dobbins type of player, um, it, but you know, naturally the completion percentage is going to go up. So I, I hope it does. Uh, but that's just something that you know we haven't seen since his days in, in college. And, and I'm hoping that, uh, I'm hoping that he proves, proves me wrong. All right, John. Um, thanks for uh, coming on my podcast. Um, next podcast will be about the draft. I will post it early in the week. This will be posted after the draft. So I'll title this Josh Allen debate with a few other things. Um, it was a pleasure, John. AJ, thank you as always. Uh, good seeing you and uh, stay, stay safe. And uh, we'll be talking to you soon. Yeah, stay safe, man. Stay healthy. Play some can jam, all right? Yeah, let's let's do it up. <laughs> all right, man. Go Bills. All right, all right go Bills. See ya.